Welcome to the Progressive Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, and each week I'll be bringing you an inspiring personal message to help you unlock creating a life full of energy, action, impact, and happiness. And to start off today's podcast, I'm going to bring a quote to you by Dr. Joe Dispenza, who said that where your attention goes, your energy goes. And I'll say that again. Where your attention goes, your energy goes. And one of the key areas I really work with clients and have a lot recently is around energy. And as a role model in business, I am constantly working on my own development and showing my clients this because it's really important that people really master their craft by investing in their own development. And I love this quote because it was really linked with a lot of the work I've been doing recently about looking at energy and what really is impacting how I choose to show up in my days, see my days, how I choose to show up in my business, how I work with clients, the relationships that I have, how I'm achieving my life goals, my business goals. Essentially, energy is underpinning all of that. And it came down to me really thinking about how I set up my days. And again, going back to, I do a lot of work around productivity. Likewise, I'll roll this out for my clients as well in terms of how do you set up your days? How do you set up your weeks, your months, your, your years? How do you set things up with intention? And it reminded me of the fact that every day I'll wake up and I'll set an intention to be grateful. I'll set an intention to be happy. I'll set an intention to be open-minded, to be willing to fail and learn, to be willing to face into my fears, to be willing to say no to things that don't serve me, whether my goals or my future development, and to set intention to be the best I can be every single day to the people in my life, the people in my business, and all the relationships I have, even if that means just the kind of the connection I have with a stranger as I walk past them in the street do I choose to smile at them do I choose to be happy around them what do I give off as a vibe about myself I'm not in love with the word vibe though it's interesting this is where the language is so powerful and essentially it's a really strong awareness of the energy that you have and the impact that has on others and you have a choice to respond to these things in a certain way and as the saying goes as well you know life happens for you not to you so make a choice about how you choose to see things and the decisions that you make because they are powerful and they can make a change to your future in terms of that day that moment and so much more if we actually just become a little bit more aware of of the things that are happening around us and conscious so the energy we have impacts our relationships it impacts how we attract money because if we're not a person that wants to be around others or show up as a leader in the business or show up as uh, a role model then if that's in our work or our line of business then it's going to impact very much sometimes the opportunities that we have in life and therefore you can let get that back to the root cause of how we attract money energy is impacting our age and how we age with things people that smile people that um, are more energetic are happier it's just proven that generally aligned to that, their health is better, their their nutrition, their energy around exercise, all of those things that we know have a positive impact on our, our state and our way of being has an impact in therefore how we age. So therefore energy can impact how we age. And I think sometimes you need to break that down and really think about that and think about the 
you know whilst it seems that I wish just today I didn't do exercise or you know and that's fine I'm not saying that you've got to be out there doing things the whole time and relentless even though we should be always consistent you do have to be aware of if I don't do that then and then I don't do it the next day that compound effect builds and builds and over time actually then that's when you get this certain issues come come about so again it goes back to being consciously aware of things and our happiness is impacted by our energy again how attractive we are as people and our environment and I left environment to the end because um one of the side of things and perspectives from a stoic is that you control what you can control um, and you cannot always control the environment you're in so yes it's right and I think people get stuck on you know if you have a beautiful environment whoop you do now you have to again break that down and go down to the root because you could be in the most beautiful place in the world and still be really unhappy and therefore the energy that you exude is not going to be one of happiness or energy that's positive potentially or vibrant so I really think that yes, environment can play a part in that. And again, it becomes back, back to that self-awareness part and your consciousness of this. But you could also be in the worst place, you know, in the most, sorry, in the most beautiful place and still not be very happy or giving off the energy that you want. So again, just be aware of that and what it means to you. So this is about you creating energy um, and being aware of how you show up in different environments and then the judgment that you have on how you intend to be. And I think one of the key questions you can ask is, how often are you in a reaction mode to others? And just really think about that and be quite challenging for yourself. You might not actually have the answer to that. And you might think, I don't, I don't actually know. I need to go away and think about that. I need to go and do a day and almost have that front forefront of my mind the whole day is everything that comes your way. And it's probably going to be more than you'd realise because of the amount of the sheer volume of thoughts we get through our brains every single second. And um, therefore, in a day, you, you need to be, again, intending to do this. So make this something you do is how often you really in reaction mode to others do you make a choice to listen to others before you talk do you just reflect on things or do you always have to jump in are you just conditioning a life where it is just so fast paced that you actually don't slow down and either enjoy the moment or understand the reason why you're doing it another great question you could ask is how many days how many times do you hear yourself in a day going i can't or i'm tired or I don't know and really ask yourself what that means to you you know what energy does that give up to other people when you say things like I can't often I try and swing questions back on people so when they'll say things like I don't know um I can't do that and I'm like okay it's fine what can you do or um when they say I don't know so what if you did know and that sounds crazy to ask that. And when you think about, well, I can't, you can ask that. Like they, they've just said they don't know. And you're going to say, well, what if you did know? Well, I don't. Absolutely, somebody could come back with that. But often when you're working with somebody that's trying to improve and trying to see a way forward, they'll start to think out the box. So they really delve, you know, delve into that reflective moment. So I think that sometimes, again, as well, the real difference in when we ask ourselves a question and we're very in an aware state can open up possibility and opportunities for us to think differently and have a different perspective. So where someone might have said, I don't know, and then you ask, well, what if you did know? There might be a silence. And I love that because it's powerful and it's allowing somebody to really think, 
what if I did know? Right? What would I do? What would I think? How would I be? And just allowing them to think about that for a moment. And again, this this is a choice that you take and and how you you know you want to see things and what you want to do with this. But sometimes again as well, this will work for some and it won't work for others. In the law of attraction, it states that you can conceive and create anything that you desire in your life once you get matching that vibration to the thing that you really want. Obviously, what this does mean is that you can do the same for what you do not want. So thinking positively and with optimism leads to better health, it leads to better relationships and therefore faster progress towards your life and your business goals. And if you get really into this, and I love this as well, some of it goes too far for me um, and some of it I'm really interested in, but mirror neurons show us that the brain is activated to replicate the emotion or action that we're seeing someone else. So again, when you break this down and reflect and you think about somebody who is infectious in their energy that every time you're around them you just feel kind of chilled you feel and um, that you want to be around them more that um that you you learn a lot from them or that you're really happy when you're with them that you feel safe and that you trust them that's because they are doing certain things that make you feel that way and it is it is those mirror neurons happening and how we um and I, i'm not going to go into the devils of kind of the brain and uh the response that we of the way we see things or the way we take things because it's again another level um but really draw down and think about what is it that person does and you can test this like I said earlier but if you're kind of walking down the street and you you see somebody smile at them first and see if they smile back at you when you enter a room and there's, there's, there's people around you or you go, I don't know even if it's nowadays and you're going on a Zoom call, if you get, hi, morning, hi, how are you? Morning, how was your evening? If you're the person leading that and having that impact, it is really, really hard for that person to not reciprocate the same behaviour back unless they're a dick. Um, and sometimes people are. Sometimes I'll go around and I'll say, good morning or hi to people or I'll smile and they'll just look to the floor and won't smile back. But generally, so I'm not saying this is, sounds ideal, and wow, we're going to create this amazing world where everybody does the same, because they don't. But you can make the choice to start doing that. And, and again, going back to that, just having a bit of fun with it and playing and just seeing, do people do that back? What is the kind of the ratio of that happening? Is there 50% people that smile back at me when I smile at them? Is it kind of 20? What is it? And again, that leads to confidence. I know that sometimes when I've worked with leaders on impacts and influence and how you own a room and how you get present, and especially for females, if they're involved in working with, um, with, in a male-dominated environment, how do you show up at the table with confidence? And some things as basic as what we might think as rocking up and, you know, morning, how are you? And, uh, and being in the room and and having a voice, those small little steps can to others have a big, big impact. So, um, and I've done it myself, I've noticed it, you know, people say, oh, you're really confident. So when you then start to exude that confidence, you then start to build on your self-worth and you then start to, if, if that is something that you need to do. But you also just get confident in terms of building on, okay, now I've done that part, I've entered the room, I'm there, I'm, I feel a part of the um, environment people. Right, next I want to start presenting. So you then build on your development as well. 
so all of this absolutely kind of uh, compounds onto itself. And I, this is what I love about this development side and what you can see. So with that, um, there's, this, there's this saying apparently that smiling is, I'm not smiling now, um, again, I think you hear that in a difference in tones. And I think that's something that I love when I'm working with somebody and it's over to phone coaching is that tone can have such a big impact as well. But it's said that smiling is obviously great for your well-being, which we know releases the same amount of endorphins as 2000 chocolate bars. So and then obviously it, it shows us to be more trustworthy. Now, trust is a key area for people that are working in business and life and building relationships. So really start to think about what these small little things can do and how it can make a difference to your life. Joy. So joy is a feeling and a source of happiness and it's, it's the highest emotional state that we can be in. And people often call like an emotional energy, like a field um, and a quantum field. So um, this basically means that you're connected to everything. So if you think of a connection and the energy you have between yourself and a stranger when you meet, but you know that there's something there and you, you spark off one another, or this could be a loved one, you know, somebody that, you know, they that kind of quote, like um, Jerry Maguire, you have met hello, like, what is it in that relationship and those vibes and that, and um, the frequency between two people that happens? What is it that is going on that you both resonate and draws you? This is all around this field of energy. Okay. So again, going back to that quote at the start by Dr. Joe Spencer, that um, where your attention is, um, is where your energy is also as well. I think I slightly changed it there, but it still makes sense. And of course, I'm not sitting here and saying like this can be done overnight because this isn't you again like when you go back to habits and the way we're conditioned our mindset it isn't something you can just change overnight something I've been doing recently is meditation I've wanted to do it for years and years I did it um in a group dynamic a couple of years ago and it, that was a little bit far-fetched for me as well um I didn't I just found it quite a false environment for me where I feel like I'm made to do it and then I found it very hard because I was distracted which isn't the essence of um, what meditation should be so for me meditation has been about exploring it in my own way and almost like a calling like it's going to come to me as and when I'm ready I'm just open to it so like um I was just going to talk about yeah, meditation. So it's not something you can just manifest and make happen and be perfect on. That's absolutely not what this is. So you having the mindset that you're going to be disconnecting from things, that you're going to be moving forward, that you're going to be self-aware. Um, this is when the moments of change start to happen. So I've been working on meditation in terms of um, different people. Um, one uh, a couple of clients um, have shared some bits of me and also um, I've just seen things on social media that I thought that really resonates with me so I watched him for a little bit and there's this guy called um, the Usman um, you can find him on social media and he is um, he's got some great like kind of guided meditations so each morning this week I've woken up and um, done 15 minutes on this guided meditation and it is all around being in a moment, closing your eyes and noticing what's happening to your body, um, being very still. And it requires you to kind of let go and just let things be. And I don't, I used to get really hooked up on, uh, oh, I've got distracted, I've got to start again. And again, that's not part of it. So the fact that, you know, just allowing that to happen, just go, oh, I've got distracted. Right, okay, so back in the moment and just thinking about what's going on and what I'm doing or even 
even that, just not doing that, just listening to the sounds and then the build on the other sound that you hear because of that time that you're spending focusing or not focusing, just just listening to what's happening around you. So and I'm not going to lie, some of this has been really hard for me, really not confusing, but I've had to really think about should I be doing this, should I be doing that? Or is that overthinking it in itself? So just being open-minded to exploring it and sharing things with different people around what worked for you, what doesn't, how have you gone about it? Um, it's all really powerful. I guess the main thing I love about it is that I, I relax quite a lot. It sets me up for my days. I have that moment of clarity. I then find that I'm, because it's a lot of breathing in this one as well, um, I'm very set for my day. Um, I'm quite calm and then I find that situations throughout the day where I might have sparked or I might have reacted in a way that wouldn't be how I wanted to um, I've I've actually approached them differently and I've noticed that in myself behaviorally so that's where I notice it's really powerful and and again it's just seeing that journey part that I'm going on with that and how can I build on that so in order to change something, you have to be aware and you have to know what the thoughts are and be familiar with those. And then you can look to changing them. And this is like anything, you know, we do subconsciously. I've spoken before about um, like brushing our teeth. Like we just naturally do it. We don't think about what we're doing. Sometimes a drive to the local supermarket or to uh, a commute to work, you'll get there and you think, I didn't think about how I got here. I just got here. And that's it's, it's, it's really crazy when you do that moment of, wow. I didn't think about this. I was thinking about this. I was listening to the music. I was singing away. And Bob's your uncle, I'm here. So be open-minded and know that when you are that, you can then start to make the change. And this is exactly the same when we look at working with habits. You have to change something that's so deep-rooted that you've always done and do it differently. So it's the same as kind of looking at an attitude of gratitude. You can't just do that overnight. You have to build on this and start focusing on believing that you can as well and knowing that you want to do this change and letting go of any negative associations that you have. And that kind of peaks a little bit into therapy, which is something, you know, I'm not a therapist, but I've, I've had my own therapy um, with this CBT. I did RTT, which is rapid transformational therapy. And it's that rapid transformational therapy. You can find this, um, a lady called Marissa Peer. And um, she's, she's out there coaching all of the stars in America and recently I've noticed since I've done it. And um, absolutely phenomenal experience. And it puts you into a state of hypnosis. And the only way I can describe it is that I was sharing this with some, a couple of close friends that it's like the sixth sense when you're in that moment of um, you're, you can, you're like, it's like you're standing next to your body almost and you can see your body lying there and you're, you're kind of asleep, but not fully asleep because then there's somebody who is talking to you, asking you questions, drawing information out of you. But the, the, the piece that was so powerful for me was that I just, I came out with things that I just hadn't even thought about. Like they just came out of my mouth. It was so odd where these thoughts had come from. And I remember laughing as I came out because I just felt, I felt completely refreshed, refreshed. I felt completely calm. Um, and just, I just had this energy of, wow, like that was amazing experience. So look, I invite you to give it a go. Um, you have to know that sometimes there's things that might come through that you're, you're, that, could be quite scary or that you didn't expect and how you're going to deal with those um because you know I certainly found that um 
but what a great experience and therefore then that what allowed me to do is to let go and to say that that's not me anymore and a lot of the language that comes through with Marissa Peer and RTT is around um, I am an, you. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. Or let go of that. Or that isn't me now. That's that little girl. You are not that little girl. You are this grown woman. You are this. So, and you you then start saying that language and those words back to yourself, and you start saying it as well. So that's where you're then reprogramming the way you see things and the way. Um, your, your perspective on things and your thoughts and controlling your thoughts is key with this. So that's about really knowing that you can't just do this overnight. You've got to practice gratitude. Another thing I do from a practicality point of view with clients is just get them to journal. Uh, so I used to think years ago, oh, I haven't got time to journal, I don't want to write a diary. Um, it's so, uh, I think on the word, like you just, get off lots of different emotions and thoughts and you just write them down you see them differently and often the brain dump does the same for me I'll just literally grab a piece of paper and just write everything that's on my mind like everything for five minutes on my mind and then I'm like god I'm completely overthinking this or wow look I just I feel better I feel like I've got that off my chest just doing it myself that activity so these things you have to practice and do and work out what's right for you and this is why I'm not judgmental of others because I think that that's fine if that works for you that's absolutely fine that doesn't work for me um but yeah go and give you know I'm really happy that you found something that works for you it's brilliant and that's what it's about and and the same with people if they were to come to me and you know sometimes people say we well, don't especially when I'm working with a, a new coach maybe as an example and they say don't you get fearful that people will um kind of that they'll say that what you're doing isn't right or that they'll um they say you don't know what you're doing uh they'll make you doubt yourself um and I'm like well no because I I say that I, that sounds really blunt in terms of it sounds a bit like I'm laughing but I'm not I'm just saying I don't doubt myself because I think that just doesn't work for that person I'm not gonna let their self-doubts of their own impact me my confidence that I do know how to get them results I do know how to move them forward it just be that we weren't resonating on that energy or that, that moment in time there wasn't something that, that they were taking from that and it might be a seed I'm sowing to move them forward for them in five years to come back to me I had a client this week that came um just like literally just said oh can I jump on a call with you and I was like okay um reached out to about six months ago and then um there was something that happened in between so they started working with someone else which was fine but literally then wanted another call with me to start working so I think you you know and it's letting that go that keep those I don't ever let you know just I'd never go back to someone and say well you're wrong to start with them or you know like this is a great program why don't you sign up with me like I, I that's them to sort for them what they want to do at that moment in time all I want them to do is succeed and be happy and, and help move them forward so um if that's sowing the seed at that moment in time and they're not ready for that step with me that's that's absolutely fine because in time they may be it's about building relationships and being genuine as a person and sticking to who I am um that will make the difference and being consistent with that will definitely make a difference in in growing a business so I think to summarise and bring it back, that is to ask yourself which energy will you choose to be around and possess yourself? Like anything in moving forward, um, this isn't just overnight, but really take time and use this podcast to reflect and think about what are the key learnings and what is my, you know, what's it, what's drawn this drawn out for me today in terms of where I'm at and where I want to be and how do I close that gap? 
how do I create life I really want? And how is energy impacting that at the moment? Is it a great energy and is it not so? Because then you can make the change. And I ask you to do that because I think we, we think we can listen to podcasts or we want to uh, do programs. And we're always just jumping shit. We're always jumping to the next thing apart from actually slow down and just do what you need to do and learn what you need to, then stop and implement and then go again, learn, stop, implement, learn, go again. So that's the real key to this is that what do you take and learn and how do you implement that and take action on it in order to move your life forward? So thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. If you haven't listened to last week's yet, it is all around why you will not achieve your goals. Um, so I highly recommend you check that out and I'll be putting a link in the box. I've also got some workbooks out that are linked with goal setting and really challenging you to think about your 90 day review and how you set yourself up for the year. So um, have a look at those. They're at nastypotscoachinggood.co.uk. And please connect with me on my socials. So my Facebook community is Your Inner Greatness. So join us on there. Drop me a question, share this episode with a friend and, and let me know how I can help you because that's the important part. So whatever you do, and as always, have a great day and a great week. Bye.